Hey there, Ramble. Welcome to episode 25 of the Digital Ramble. I'm joined as always by JJ Cannon over in Houston. Hey, JJ. Hey, Chris. How are you, man? Man, it's been a, it's been a minute since we hopped back on this mic. I'm so excited to be back in the studio with you. We missed a week. We've had a week off. Yeah, we had a, we had a little bit of a, a national holiday over here in the States, and then y'all let out of school. We let out of school as well. But uh, you and your family, y'all hopped in the vehicle and y'all did a little tour of the UK over there. Yeah, I am. Um, and outside of the UK, yeah? Yeah, we were. We did basically a tour of the UK. We went from the top of Scotland all the way back down to where we live in Norwich. So we did a lot of driving, but um, we went out to see some family. So. That's cool. That's always fun, man. Yeah, our kids, they let out of school, and goodness gracious, I'm just trying to hold on to them. They're ready, they're ready to go somewhere. We're also being blessed with some really, really good weather here in the UK, and that's really fitting for what we're going to talk about today, because when the sun is shining, we like to get outdoors, we like to get into our gardens, we like to um, entertain outside, so... We're going to talk about outdoor tech today. It's the season three finale. It's the end of our Smart Spaces series. Yeah. Yeah, our Spaces series has just been blowing up. And for those that have not caught any of our Smart Spaces series, please uh, take a look back. Probably about three or four different episodes in there that you'll find very beneficial, enjoyable, exciting, and, you know, kind of kind of laughable in some of the things. I, I was listening back, and pretty good funny shows, man. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. So, yes, let's get into today's topic of smart space outdoor tech. Hit it, Mike. You know, one of the hottest spaces is is the backyard or the garden. Y'all, y'all call the yard the garden. I call it the yard. And, you know, there are a lot of technology that can be implemented in tools or, you know, into your landscape. Are there certain items that you're seeing a lot of over there or that you'd like to see a lot more of? I'd like to see the use of more lighting in gardens. I think people spend a lot on their their plants and their, their hedgerows and their pathways and the terraces and the decking that they put out in the garden but they often just rely on the lights that are bolted to the wall of the building they never seem to expand the lighting down to lighting up any trees or or pathways or or the use of timers and sensors so we're always encouraging our customers to to look at outdoor lighting and and spend as much attention on that as they do as their kitchen lighting or their bedroom lighting or their their lounge lighting yeah, absolutely. And you can use lighting in a really cool, creative way instead of it just being your traditional ice light or your warm light. You know, with new products that are out on the market, you can really add some flavor and some color to your outside landscape with some color. And uh, I know around our pool and around our landscape that we've added some color elements of lighting. And it 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 always gets you to like er, stop and take a look like and say, gosh, that that's kind of cool. You know, it's definitely a wow factor as well as it, you know, kind of adds some value and, and wowness to to that outdoor space, whether it's in the front or in the back. Yeah, it's always something I try to schedule into to our projects that 
I try to be around when it's dark mm-hmm. to see what the lighting is like outside to make sure that it's adequate for entry and exit. It's maybe providing some security element, but ultimately to see how cool and vibey it looks when the when those terrace lights are on or those step lights or those up-down lights on the building. I love to see um, how welcoming a home looks from, from the outside. Man, have, have you ever been like in bed, you and Anna, early in the morning? You know, maybe it's a Saturday. Well, actually, maybe it's a, a Sunday because you work on Saturdays too. But on a Sunday and you finally get some downtime, you know, it's like 7.30 and all of a sudden you hear those, like, it's like <laughs> an assault of like yard you know yard tools around you it's not even your house it's the neighbor across the street or next door man it's like jose man i'm trying to sleep and (laughs) he doesn't care he's just trying to get that yard mode i'm really seeing a lot of like electric tools uh and machines come into play like uh, yesterday i was watching and there is a uh, a lawnmower that's actually affordable that you throw your battery into and it maps out your yard and then it actually mows your landscape for you. Um, and it kind of goes back into its little hidey hole until it's time for it to come out and mow the yard again, which I thought was fantastic. And as well as it, you know, so that noise pollution is greatly reduced, you know, by, by using this, uh, this new electric lawnmower, but also, you know, the, the pollutants that, that, you know that a two-stroke can put out into the environment as well is is reduced every little bit counts same thing with like your your leaf blower sure yeah the use of uh, battery-powered garden tools and accessories is is really growing and i like the the, the multi-use that you can have a battery-powered garden tool that is multi-function so it might be that's a hedge trimmer and then you can detach the, the fitting at the end and make it a, a, a grass trimmer or it can be used for um, you know other attachments and it reminds me of a little bit like the Dyson vacuum cleaner in a, in a way in a way that it's got different attachments but it's battery powered it's so mobile you can take it to the extremities of the garden one thing I hate about our lawnmower at home is the electric power cord that is always like two meters short and then I need to run an extension cable uh, and I have to like open a window and put like a cable outside and plug it in. So to be, have the flexibility of being able to go wherever I need to, to garden with my garden tools being battery powered um, is really, really cool. And, and obviously we know that battery technology is developing all the time and I'm, I'm excited about what, what, will, um, what will come in the future from battery powered garden tools. Or or, or uh, geo geo mapped products, you know, that are coming out. I could I could see the yard guy parking at the end of the street, and all of these electric robot <laughs> mowers, you know, a fleet of them coming down your street and hitting the yards, and then coming back to coming back oh. to the trailer. I, I could see that <laughs> happening. You know, once you get that yard mode out there in that outdoor space, and a, and a big seller for us down here in the south is like irrigation, man. I mean, people spend a tremendous amount of money on irrigation, like thirty, forty thousand dollars on landscape around their home, uh, and you really need to find a way to to keep it alive, manage the water 
that uh, that you're putting on that product or putting on that landscape. You know, one of the biggest products that we're using is like this Rachio, and it also has a wireless um, water flow meter on it. But the Rachio, what we like about it is you can you can assign it. Um, yeah, here we go. Here's a picture of it. You can assign each zone and tell it, you know, if is it sun, what kind of soil, what kind of foliage is in there. It takes all that data. It connects straight to your local weather station. So it knows, like in your neighborhood, you know, when it rained last. And then it adjusts its watering table and its watering schedule to whatever is appropriate for the, the landscape tile and uh, style and when was the last time it rained. And is I went over to a client's house this past uh, Saturday, and her yard was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it was green. The shrubs are green. The yard was green, and it was a home that that was being remodeled, and so everything was just all stomped out. And I mean, it was pretty pretty atrocious. Uh, but with the Rachio, she's been able to monitor the water and make sure that the appropriate water is put on there accurately, and it's and it's absolutely a gorgeous yard. So just the because we don't have Ratio system here, but I'm assuming it it's a unit that fits to your existing sprinkler infrastructure in in your property. So you already have the hoses and the and the sprayers out there, but this replaces what you may already have in your yeah. So ours are traditionally located like in the garage, and you know you got to go in the garage and you're trying to figure out how to adjust that dial and push these buttons. It's not very uh, comprehensive with Rachio, it's app based. You can open up your app. You can see how many gallons of water you're wow. putting on your yard, which is just, I mean, <laughs> I dare you to look because it is just mind blowing how many gallons of water you put on your yard just in one cycle. It's yeah. you're, you're like, holy camola. And then you compare that to a gallon of water to how much gas costs. You're like, oh, my goodness. It really, that data really gives you some awareness of where your investments are going. So this, the, there's connections then to the, to the water within the unit. So you're connecting up a water supply. No? No. It, it, all it is is uh, you take your traditional... Um, control unit you take that guy out and you put this guy in its place and so all your electrical wires that are going out to your valves okay. just plug into your ratio and so it's literally there's no replumbing there's there's none of that going on you take out your old manual controller and you put in your smart intelligent controller connect it to the wi-fi and you're ready to roll yeah i think we should we would like to see that something like this in the UK because as our climate's getting up a bit warmer, you know, this uh, term now that you hear a lot, this one degree or 1.5 degree rise that we've we've seen in the last 40, 50 years in our in our climate globally. Um, you know, we're seeing longer summers, hotter temperatures, a lot of uh, drought-like symptoms in, in our crops and our gardens and people could manage their water better i think it would be be a smart move if there was something like this in the uk so that would be cool to see but is this something that you guys install or are you also seeing garden contractors landscape gardeners is that part of their services or is it more the smart home pro is doing ratio i i think the smart home pro is bringing the awareness uh okay. we are we are not seeing new homes built with this type of technology they're still putting in your traditional manual irrigation control piece 
that, you know, it's so painful if you have a sprinkler head that breaks or somebody runs over it. And then a lot of people just don't water their entire yard until that particular head is fixed. Whereas with Rachio, you can go in and say, hey, zone seven, pause that zone. And it still keeps a regular schedule watering for the rest of your yard. Um, so it, it's something that the smart home uh, community uh, installers like ourselves are, are creating some awareness that this does exist uh, and trying to get uh, clients to grasp on the importance of, man, this thing's only like $250. It, it's not it's not a bank breaker at all by any means. And they have a couple of different models. I think it's like 250 to 299 somewhere in there. Depends on you know, what extras you want with it. But yeah, eight zone, 16 zone, whatever you want. So once you've got this lovely lush lawn, uh, your beautiful uh, plants around the garden are all looking good. You want to spend some time out there. And one of the things that you will do when you're outside, when the weather's good is you, you cook outdoors, you bring the food outside, you start to get that grill fired up. You get the table set up. Everybody's outside dining, and it's a huge part of your culture. You know, outdoor cooking. It's it's certainly become part of UK culture in the last twenty years, as we try and become more American or Australian. <laughs> Tell us about some of the tech that you've seen in in outdoor cooking. We've seen sensors and barbecues, things that are connecting to your smartphone. Yeah, man. I guess one of the most dominant ones in our market would be like the. Um the smart thermostat, you know, that you can put into to whatever you're grilling, you know, whatever meat style that you're grilling, you put that information into, into the app and, you know, what you're trying to do with it. And then it through Bluetooth connects to your cell phone and allows you to make, uh, or have some understanding of what your, what your meat is doing, you know, there, there on the grill uh, so that you can get it just right. You know, mama, at least mine, my wife, she's in the in the kitchen and she she's trained. I mean, in, in the in the skill of culinary, whereas myself, I'm not so well skilled. I mean, I need as much assistance as I possibly can. College only helps so much. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much barbecuing I could have done on the weekend in college. But now you know, this is, this is for the family and I got to make sure that it, that it's rubbed right and cooked right and make sure that my, my chicken is not pink on the inside, which is always a concern of my wife. She wants to make sure that the pink is gone. You know what I'm saying, Mike? She wants to make sure that it just ain't there at all. And so, uh, Weber, they got this thing called the eye grill three and it's something that we like dropping on, uh, and putting in our barbecue pits and let me see my this my my computer here is not liking me today and you got these little sensors here that you stick in your that you stick into the meat that you're trying to to cook and then this little doohickey here sends a bluetooth signal back over to your phone and from your phone you can manage uh, how long it's been on there what the proper cook time is and all that all that good kind of stuff all right, what are y'all doing outside? I know you're trying to catch up with the states and stuff. What are y'all doing yeah. over there? Well, yes, yesterday we had our first barbecue of the year. Oh. And uh, I was in charge of the cooking. I do like to commandeer the barbecue. Um, but if I'm not cooking, I do like to stay close to it. And when you're at the barbecue, you do always need that cold drink to 
to keep the heat at bay as you're as you're flipping the burgers and turning those sausages. And uh, what I did find frustrating is the is the trips back and forth to the the fridge indoors, and back and forth to the fridge. Um, and one of the things we found out in the show research was these smart cool boxes. I sh- would love to have had that yesterday beside the grill. Check uh, this out, just- Gamble. Check this out. It's called the coolest. Yeah. And it actually is the coolest. It's got a margarita blender on the top of that bad boy. That's like <laughs> mandatory down here in the States. You got to have a margarita machine in in your cooler, I guess. But this one's really cool. It has all kinds of cool accessories. You can get the blender on the top if you need it. They also got solar panels that you can pop on top uh, of your cooler. Um, and then, of course, your tunes or your rechargeable needs. So if you're sitting out at the beach, you know, you can plug up your phone and, and play your tunes all day long and the solar panel will recharge it for you. I'm wondering how heavy it is, though, you know? Weight. Weight could be a factor for me. I, I like something that's light and durable, and I need some wheels on it. You know, I, I could see the use of this even at home, just taking it down to the bottom of the garden where our barbecue area is. We've no power down there. Um, so just that, that battery-powered, solar-powered um, facility would be really, really uh, useful. And, uh, again, I'm going to look to see if there's anything in the U.K. that's relevant. But I'm also thinking I might bring an extra couple of bags when i come to denver and just fill it up with all the all the tech that i keep saying that's not in the uk i'm going to fill up a, a container and take it back in uh, in september that's what we'll do we'll just have a container sitting out there at the airport and we'll just shoot some stuff over and lock it down and ship it over to you one of the things that we saw last year at the cdia expo was a smart outdoor umbrella a smart shade for outdoors and it was a it was one of the highlights of the show it was one of the largest items on the show floor. This huge, motorized, solar-powered again, outdoor shade like an umbrella that had that tracked the the sun. It had um, music speakers built in. It was acted as a Wi-Fi repeater. It acted as um, you could charge devices from it, and it was just a stunning piece of piece of tech that would grace any garden which really was a, a kind of jaw-dropping bit of tech to see it moving at the show and opening up and and some of the mechanical movement on it was really really smart yeah and that's the craft yeah i like it it's called the so the shade craft they have three different models and the one that we saw was called their sunflower model and it has solar panels built on the top spine on top of the yeah. umbrella itself and like you said man it kind of it finds the sun and it follows yeah. the sun, so where whoever's sitting in the shade below it is always, always shaded. And Bluetooth speaker has a Wi-Fi access point built into yeah. it. I mean, it's got a little awesome. bit of everything that you need for outside. I like it. I like it. And yeah. the other, the other cool thing, Gamble, is you know they have three models. I really kind of like their blossom, just because I like that natural wood look. You okay. know, that they have lights underneath, but the the blossom doesn't necessarily follow the sun so pretty much it's kind of like a set it and forget it type of solution and uh, that's that's their middle of the line and then they also got the bloom which is just a piece that you that you stick to a pre-existing umbrella that gives you all that recharging speaker you know all those types of cool umbrella features that your umbrella might not have 
I guess it's yeah. taking a dumb umbrella and making it a smart umbrella. Yeah, it's good to see it using solar technology to, to provide the power. It's such an underused energy source that I would just, I would just love to see it being used more in, in home tech. Um, now, most people would have expected us on this episode to talk about outdoor screens, speakers outside that are connected to your Sonos music system, um, outdoor Wi-Fi. The, the usual suspects like cameras and doorbells that are monitoring the outside. And just very briefly, of course, outdoors can always be made better by adding your entertainment systems. If you've got the opportunity, run those speaker cables for outdoor speakers. There's some really cool ones out there that are not just now these big bulky white or black outdoor speakers. Starting to see some cool ones that are embedded in bollards. Uh, some that are stylish, kind of teardrop shape that are wall-mounted. So some nicer-looking outdoor speakers. For your tech to have connectivity, remember to run that cable for your outdoor Wi-Fi access point. Get that on the outside of the building, beaming that Wi-Fi signal down to the bottom of your garden. And With get, an outdoor access point, you should be looking to get in excess of 100 meters coverage in your in your back garden if you've got a garden that big, you know, put that wi-fi outside yeah i mean the foundation for everything that we talk about is the network and that wi-fi solution and you know if you talk to any uh integration firm to come out and look at your your backyard or your garden i mean first thing that y'all if if you do not have reliable network or wi-fi out there that's where you start start there and then you can build on to your televisions your speakers your projectors all that other kind of cool traditional type of stuff that you stick in your garden or into also, your backyard also the you know i said about the usual suspects cameras you know you want to protect your home you you're invested a lot in it protect it from the outside you know there's cameras that you can have as standalone cameras but look at other tech that can maybe replace lighting and be a, an all-in-one light camera siren motion detector like the ring spotlight and floodlights they're very popular here and i know they're popular with you jj they can replace an existing light fixture um or replace an existing dumb light that give you uh, a camera and a motion sensing. one of my favorite ones that we're doing gamble is like clients they'll have a large backyard area and they'll want to communicate with maybe the kids that are down by the lake or, you know, just want to be connected with whoever's down by the lake. And instead of installing a traditional camera, we'll use like a, uh, a Nest Hello or a, a Ring doorbell so that yeah. you literally push the button and it rings your wireless device, yeah. whether the person is inside the house or not inside the house. But you can get attention and especially... If there's, you know, a true emergency that you need to get a hold of somebody at, you push that button in it and it alerts everybody and vice versa. You can always get on your phone and communicate with that person through that video doorbell that's way at the backside of your garden or, or backyard or down by the lake. I think if I had that, I would probably be getting calls to bring down more cold drinks, more burgers, you know. Bring bring the coolest. Where's the coolest? Yeah. We need the, We need the blender. <laughs> So we're running up on our time a little bit here, and we still want to squeeze in a gamble ramble. Which yeah. Is turn. And we want to just quickly intro you into season four as well, because it's the end of season three, our smart spaces, and I really hope you've enjoyed it. So let's get into the gamble ramble, and then we'll close out the show. 
Okay, so Gamble Ramble to finish season three. And it, as always, it comes spur of the moment from what I was experiencing today. I've been to a project that we're in the early phases of in a part of the UK called Essex. Very big project, uh, very complicated home automation system going in here. Um, high, high value project that we've got to pay the utmost attention to and give it the uh, the time it deserves to successfully deliver this project. And we noticed quite early on that there was a lot of gaps in what was going to be happening in this project. Nobody knew who was going to do what. Lots of finger pointing towards the tech guy was going to solve all the, the gaps. I was going to be the company that glued everything together. And I had to really put myself forward and say, well, no, it's not my responsibility. You know, this other company is needed for this service. This other uh, provider is needed to, to do this. And what was good about this project is the project managers listened to that and have now brought in other experts in their field to ensure that this project goes smoothly. And the message this week is, that if you're undertaking a, a big project, a new construction or a major renovation, refurbishment of your home, please build a team, have a designer, have your main contractor or builder that's that's got the experience, bring in the technology pro, bring in the garden designer, bring in a lighting designer, interior designers, all these different people have the skill sets in their specific field to deliver the best in that in that um, in that part of the home. So don't rely on the electrician, as an example, to be the lighting designer. Don't rely on the home technology provider to also give you advice on your access control, your gate system, your garage doors. Yes, we can control that, but we are not the provider or the person who is installing motorized gates or installing those uh, mechanical uh, devices that are controlling your garage door. We know how to control it, but we're not the garage door company. So don't think, um, just, just be aware of all the different elements of a home and bring in the expert in each each part of that. Very good, Gamble. I'd like to add just a smidge to that. You know, and, and like uh, we were talking about outdoor spaces like the irrigation you know, my firm does not necessarily go out and lay the plumbing in throughout the yard or calibrate the the uh, the heads that that pop up, but we control the system. What its actions are is really what our firm has turned into, and and really, it's become very important and, and kind of cool to collaborate with other specialty companies. Whether they're you know traditionally it was always like cabinets. You know, we're working alongside the, the cabinet guy. But as technology expands and grows, it's really exciting and it allows us. You know, uh, I, I really think that, that uh, home technology professionals are very creative, you know, because we're always trying to find solutions. But And, and so expanding and embracing other uh, businesses outside of cabinetry but more of irrigation or plumbers or electricians and other trade i mean concrete whenever you're doing uh, in-floor heating you know or foundation companies you know is crucial to uh to having a client um 
left with the right solution for their home for whatever technology that they're trying to provide. And so, yeah, communication is huge, and teamwork makes the dream work. Sure does. So season three is a wrap. Smart spaces, we've covered kitchens, bathrooms, bedrooms, media room, kids' tech, outdoor tech. We've covered a lot, and I really hope you go back and tune into previous episodes Ask us questions, leave comments, even on the older episodes. We will always react to those and we'll see them pop up on Facebook. We're moving now into season four. And season four, we want your help. You, the viewer, you, the listener. We want to, JJ and I, want to answer your home technology questions. We want you to use Instagram, Facebook, YouTube comments. Leave questions for us. We will answer them with transparency, honesty, we won't shirk any hard-hitting topics. We will tackle them. So ask questions of the Digital Ramble. You have two home technology experts here with a lot of experience. We want to give you some of that knowledge and transfer it to you. Yeah, absolutely, Gamble. I'm so excited about Season 4. Season 4 is going to be super cool, something new, something that you know we have not done you know uh verbally it's always been uh, on you know in text communicating back and forth with people and so now we're going to bring it to the forefront um street uh crazy excited about season four q a and uh and what we could possibly get ourselves into <laughs> all right brother Hey, I just want to say thank you to all of our Patreons that support us, uh, support the Digital Ramble. I want to highly encourage, you know, all of our um, our listeners uh, to go on over to the Patreon and check us out at patreon.com forward slash the Digital Ramble. Uh, and if you feel value in what we're providing, please hit that like button, subscribe to our channels, and uh, please share with your friends, uh, with your family and co-workers about the digital ramble we are really trying to to grow our subscriber and our membership our viewership and we cannot do that without your help so please take a look and, and share and uh we greatly appreciate you jj i will see you in season four i'll see you next monday all right brother you take care drive safe I will. all right take care guys until next week y'all have a great week Every month, the Digital Ramble will receive a regular source of income from supporters who've pledged through Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. Customized, based in Norfolk, England, are proud sponsors of the Digital Ramble. Check out our all set up services. It's smart home installation with ease customize.uk.com If you're looking to make your basic home smart, check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop where they have a variety of different smart home technology solutions that help make smart home shopping easy for you. Check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop.